talk about science fiction as a forbidden genre with editor, writer, and publisher Bob Brown of B-Cubed Press. At the start of the conversation, Bob is describing the challenges of getting people of different political affiliations to cooperate together on a shared publication. And so that's why I look at that cool. stuff. And I think the science fiction community will mm-hmm. always, it'll always be part of our folklore, but it's not going to be us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, So I feel like the genre transcends uh, personal differences. I don't know if it always does, but in that case, that's what you're saying, is that it's, it's more important to get the, the work published and, and, and out Yes, and you will find people on the fringes. You will find people that will never, ever, ever find a way to forgive anybody on the GOP side of the House or that ever voted for a Trump candidate. Just like you'll find people that will never forgive Hillary or never forgive Bernie or never forgive Jill or never forgive those people that fell prey to the uh, divisive uh, mechanisms that were being employed that we now know were somewhat external to our country that was capitalizing on our own emotions. Um, That uh, I will always... You know, on the politics side, I will always admire Bernie Sanders and I will always admire Hillary Clinton and say uh, they were both good people and uh, they, uh, forces outside of them manipulated the differences and uh, more so than anything else. And so that is, that is why I do this though, because I do have a strong political bent mm-hmm. uh, and I have a, a strong love for the science fiction. I, I, I remember as a child, uh, you heard Irene Radford last night in her reading of her uh, when she received her Lifetime Achievement Award from the Willamette Writers uh, that she said as a child she was told that she couldn't read science fiction. I was told I couldn't either. And I was told I wasn't allowed to watch Star Trek because uh, such a thing could not exist because God would surely have returned by then and so this was uh, against the the view. Okay. Um, But I stood in the library hallways reading books uh-huh. that I read entire science fiction uh, uh, books one two or three chapters at a time uh-huh. and then put it back on the shelf and went back subversive reading of science fiction is that, that's what I'm hearing here well I, I'm, I'm not a uh, well, you, had to, you had to sneak in your, your, your fix if you will <laughs> yeah I, I, I literally had to get the books that I wanted to read uh, check out from the library uh, they had to be vetted because I couldn't uh, do that it's and I don't hold a grudge against these people they were, uh, everyone who lives, lives in the world of their own challenges, their own upbringing, what they believe, and very, very few people in the world maliciously go out and try and do wrong for the sake of doing wrong. Right, they have reasons. Yeah. yeah. And the worldview that supports their reasons. And so uh, that's why I, uh, but when I broke free of that, I, there's this new publisher called Daw. I recognized this little yellow patch up in the corner. And if they, they wrote it, I mean, if it got published, I read it. And uh, 
the amazing part is I got to when I I didn't even know they had such things as science fiction conventions until I was well into my 20s, uh, probably closer to 30. And uh, a friend of mine, she said, we're starting a convention, and I didn't know what it was. She said, you really have to come down and see it. And I never uh, uh, had any expectations, and I walked down to this hotel, and there's a few tables sitting around with comic books on them and uh, dice and a game. Next episode, we will learn how Bob goes from playing D&D on an aircraft carrier to becoming a writer. <laughs>